podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, this is Russell Guyver with the latest episode of the Brighton Rock Podcast, the podcast about the beautiful club within the beautiful game. And this episode is not a match day special, but a match days special. Yes, that's right, it's double trouble. As we were at the West Ham away game at the London Stadium in the Premier League on Sunday, but also travelling west, right out to Gloucestershire, to the village of Nailsworth, where the Albion's first team came up against Forest Green Rovers for the first time ever. So listen out for the audio in part two of that match. But in the meantime, first part is West Ham away. And yet another victory and another game unbeaten against the Hammers. That's now 11 in a row in the 11 games we've faced them in the Premier League since we got back up into the top flight in 2017. So I hooked up with my usual posse and also with the Albion Raw Boys, Aidy and Allen. So listen out for them as well in this first part, West Ham away, a glorious 2-0 win. Up the Albion! Okay, match day special, we're at half time, we're 1 0 up. Midway through the half, we scored a penalty. Yes, yes, we scored a penalty. Alexis McAllister, last time we did that, we were at Wolves away. I was with uh, the man over there, George, on the way to a 3 0 win, weren't we? Your first game back from us. Yeah. We'll come back to you, George. Meantime, brother Charlie. We scored a penalty. And Amazing. we let Bob Ryan slice it. The one, <laughs> the one great, <laughs> the one great <laughs> bit of attacking football in that half. We cantered nicely, right with precision, won the penalty. McAllister yeah. slotted it away. 1 0. Good game so far. Fairly Very good. We're looking more threatening we're than we're controlled. We're controlled. We look comfortable. Is this going to be 11 in a row without uh, defeat here? Right now, I'd say so, yeah. And are we going to win it? Do you think on the back? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, they might get one back, but I can see us scoring more. Yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah. It would take, I'm just saying, I think it might take a mistake from us for them to score, because yeah. we look pretty solid. Exactly. They get the ball in the box, but we're solid at the back, yeah. so... West Ham might get a test nugget and get a goal back, but I think we'll win 2-1. Yeah. I'll we'll just the test nugget later, but, uh, <laughs> but later in the podcast. And i noticed to our right... The crash is filling up with the children again after their half-time breastfeeding. Yes. Uh, so good to see them back, giving us some homophobia. So you can see a little uh, 15-year-old getting chucked out for giving it the big end earlier on, which was <laughs> sideways. Some excellent input there from Foodie Andy. Andy, uh, your thoughts on the game? Get you. your fucking bubbles up your ass. I think you've nailed it. <laughs> Although I'm not sure you could do that, but anyway. Duncan, quickly from you as well, what do you think so far? Uh, great, we played really well. We stuffed out any of their sort of uh, ad- attacking movements. Defenders have been great. Bobby Sanchez has been great in the air. Claimed oh, everything. Mark Noble. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's it. Trevor uh, Robin's been outstanding as usual. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out for Billy Bonds. He's on the bench today. <laughs> and John Law's managing. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and anything, any word on Mark Noblerone as well? Mark Noblerone, <laughs> love him, love him. A bit triangular today. A bit free, bit free. A bit tasty, but uh, yeah. yeah. Not really in the middle. Not really much to him. It's quite warm in here. I think it's melted under the heat yeah, and the pressure in this kind of cauldron. There's no air in here. But, yeah. It is quite hot, isn't it? But Mark Noblerone, West Ham legend, <laughs> apparently. Right, minute and second half. Let's see how we do. Boys, two 0 Yes, yes, Weathered the storm, great finish. <laughs>
Hammers so, been much better second half. They have, they come out the storm and changes either side, and then in we are, and it's 2 0. Brilliant. 68 minutes. Not had any doubt Trossard missing that. He was through on goal, one on one. He's a good finisher, isn't he? He is a good finisher. Just like Dries Mertens, he should be in the Belgian yeah. team every time. Man, and he, and he will be in this, um, in this winter, sorry, this <laughs> winter. In the meantime, we're on the attack again, let's stick with it. Oh, yeah. no. 2-0, it's looking like the record is intact. Let this be 11 games on There's more to then. come, they've got to open up now and go for yeah. it. And yeah. there's so many holes this, there. this could be a blood bath, let's hope so. The gross turn! Has Stukinian come on as a sub? Is he going to make the difference? Oh, I'm on. We're taking the piss. We're taking the piss. We're bright and open. We're taking the piss. Ah, 
fans are flooding out. We're talking probably at least nine minutes more of action, including stoppages. Yeah. Pretty early to be leaving. <laughs> Someone said we are the Clarence and Blue Army. Well, I think this army's retreating, aren't they? <laughs> Andy, do a little bit for the pod. So, we're into, deep into stoppage time. Uh, we've just had Mitoma come on. It's a Japan flag in the crowd. Is he going to turn it on in the last minute and make it even better for us? No, it's not. It's not the shining, <laughs> and we're just going to seal, seal this game up. Yeah. Beltman's just casually nodded the ball back to Patches. It'll take us time. All in hand. Yeah. All in hand. We don't need to do anything, and we're not going to do anything, because we've absolutely... It's a regulation result against West Ham as well. We've we battered them. Yeah. Potter again. Has out out did them. They brought on us up, we brought on us up straight away, we just we, we just negated whatever they were planning. Uh, they did start the second half well, to be fair, yeah. but we, we rode it and um, now here we go. Brilliant. A superman looks good. He does, yeah, he's made a good debut as a sub. Had quite a good run out as well, hasn't he, most of this half. And unfortunately, Solly proves that he can't score goals. Oh, uh, yeah. Skyed, that's, uh, that's uh, right. Easy header. Yeah. Uh, from from Purvis, is that I think? Yeah, yeah. Up, there we go. To see the brighter races. And that is four minutes. That's it, ref. That's it, ref.
Here we are, post-match. First people up is the Phillipses. Yeah. Graham and Son Jack. Yeah. Uh, Graham, what do you feel out today? Well, wonderful result, but you know, it, it's obviously what's going to happen all the time, wasn't okay, it? We're all at Swiss yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not an easy <laughs> Even though I predicted a one-all draw, I always get things wrong. But and, anyway, so there you go. And let me call myself out. I did say a two-one defeat or a two-all draw. <laughs> Laura you bottled a 2-1 at Man United, Jack. I did. You I did. did. And I who was right? Yes, we got it. I predicted a 2-1 at Man United. <laughs> uh, um, but uh, today, we always concede at West Ham. We always not, not, don't true. lose. We, we won. We didn't concede. We're getting better. We were brilliant today, weren't we? We were fantastic. Who are your highlights? What were your highlights? Who are your favourite players in this game? The second goal was sensational, wasn't it? Beautiful. And and McAllister was outrageously good, I thought, in that second half. Was he Um, down on the match or Solly? It could be either of them. I thought Solly was amazing. I I go Solly March, I think. Solly March definitely if he'd finished that header. Yeah. Um, yeah. But but Solly March throughout the game was fantastic. He made Creswell look amateur. I have to say Aaron Creswell needs to retire. I think. (laughs) I think we retired him today. I think we did. Yeah. His days are numbered. And and really, West Ham was struggling all the time. I thought Rice looked forlorn at the end. Yeah. Really, his head hung. Yeah, especially when he lost the ball, I think, in the midfield. We were saying that they rely on too much to, to have to go through Rice. Yeah, I think that's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. He's a quality player, and like he stopped us from playing in the middle, I yeah. would say. Yeah. But the rest of their players didn't stop us from playing on the wings. Yeah, exactly. You, you need more than just one player stopping one part of the yeah. game. There was, was a great point today where we went 2-0 up and I started chanting easy at the West Ham fans about four seats away from me. And all this guy could muster after giving me shit all game was, oh, fuck off. <laughs> and I yeah. thought that just summed up everything today. That probably sums up their psychology about yeah. us, doesn't it? After 11 games on beef. A track-suited buffoon kid kind of character got dragged out in the first half. A load of the homophobic usuals. Uh, in the crash, yeah. I call it, to yeah. the right. Yeah. Uh, uh, also, either got kicked out or went home early. Yes. Probably uh, suffering time at home. Yeah. Um, but uh, it, was, it was great, wasn't it? I was surprised that we've gone now to 11 games. I thought this had to end sometime. Well, we, but well, no. <laughs> well, well, it was probably the wrong time to play us for West Ham, I Yeah, we're, we're playing um, well, aren't we? Although the law of averages would suggest that they must get a win soon. So I suppose home fans must have been thinking. You spoke that start of the game where you said, law of averages means they must get a result soon. (laughs) And I said, the law of averages doesn't exist in football because each game is individual. And and whilst West Ham have that thing in their mind that, oh, it's Brian at home, we can play wonderfully and we'll still draw 3 all. We can play terribly and we'll lose 2-0. We've got the hoodoo on them and it's fantastic. The psychology plays a part, doesn't it? It's got to play into their heads. And uh, somebody was saying about David Moyes, what did he do with the team talk? Did he allude to that? Did he try and not mention it at all? Or or talk about how you can overcome it? Just had a cry by the looks of things. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think what you say is, we're playing us some Villalax. Yeah, you know. Three points there. Yeah, three points. Beautiful. Don't worry, Villalax. Villalax. Yeah. 
great off today. Villa next week, it'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, they'll be fine over the course of the season. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. they will. Yeah. Uh, but we are seven points clear of them and Man United as we speak mm-hmm. this evening. Yeah. He's there at the wonderful Beer Merchants Tab, which Thank I've you. enjoyed the company yes. of you, Graham, and you, Jack. It's been brilliant. We'll get you back on. Guest appearance. Guest contributor, maybe yeah. on one of the next ones. Oh, I'm moving up in the boat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, in the meantime, let's enjoy a few more beers. Post match, we're in the absolutely magnificent beer merchant's tap. What a great venue, Alan. Isn't it just? Yeah, this is Alan Mose from the Albion Raw, sort of um, jumping ship for a few minutes. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those uh, kind of looks like a. An Are old... you playing for the other side? Yes, I'm always back to the other side. I'm from Brighton, you know, who knows what goes. It's one of those uh, kind of warehouses that are, are on um, the old Hackney Marshes that got to converted to the Olympic site. But with a lot of these, you know, the, there's there's some new houses, but a lot of these have been converted into to pubs and, and bars and what have you. So here we are. I, I'm more than happy to go and jump in the fridge and live in there for a bit because the Belgian beers in there are, well, they're, they're, they're porn, frankly, but... Yes, here we are on a very warm, sunny day in East London. We've just watched the Albion beat West Ham 2-0. That's only the headline. The story is so much deeper than that. It was a fantastic performance from the Albion. Um, 75 minutes dominating the game. West Ham had 15 minutes of, of, a, of a bit of possession and domination. But above me on that, Graham Potter has just owned the next manager. And, yeah, uh, and a beer... Let's face it, Russ, always tastes better after a sweet, sweet victory like that. Absolutely. Chink of glasses. Yes. Um, You're absolutely spot on. I think Graham Potter really, really knows his onions, doesn't he? Yes, he does. Of course, we know that. And even even at the most basic level, when there's subtleties that pass the rest of the fans by, they just want to see the team play well. So what had happened was was we had a, a reasonable first half, penalty was correctly awarded initially I thought it was going to be uh, overturned and be a free kick because I thought the initial contact was outside the the area I saw the, the the replay it was pretty much on the line good enough for a penalty it was clearly a foul there was no issue about that yeah um, and then with the second half you think well West Ham can't be that, that bad again I and mean, we're talking about a team that's got into Europe in the last two seasons um, on merit as well I mean David Moyes has done a very good job there but and, and, and they did come out fighting a little bit better and you realise that Graham Potter's going to do something about it the midfield's being overrun David Moyes has changed it so what is uh, what is Graham Potter going to do about it he brings on Purvis uh, Estupin, Estupinian got it there <laughs> Estupinian Calabrian <laughs> uh, known as Peter for those of, of a given vintage <laughs> Um, and he's a purpose. And for the fact that we've signed this fellow for 15, 20 million, whatever it is, having offloaded his previous predecessor for 60 million, um, a fantasist at that, um, <laughs> the, the, the half an hour we saw of him coming on was superb. He went to a flat back four, it completely bamboozled West Ham, they ran out of ideas. Where you see Graham Potter always had four, five, six ideas every game, you, you realise that not every manager has that, they can change it a bit. Potter is so fluid. The thing I see with this team now, and I've been watching the album since 1978, so what you've got here is something completely different, is that this team, the players within it, rather, are greater than the sum of their parts. You see these players who are very good players in their own right. They fit a particular style. 
Um, you can have your great 50, 60 million pound players, but if they're not going to fit the style, then there's no point in doing it. You know, if, if your, if your last brick that you've got to put in is actually three times the size that you need it, then don't have that, that last brick. So, when you see the players that we've got in, we've signed this fellow from Villarreal, from the Yellow Submarines, as, as, as played in the Champions League semi so George, 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 over, you're over from Australia. Here you are in West London, no, East London with West Ham. Very confusing. I can cope with it. East London, West Ham, 2-0 win. We're in the pub after the game. The beer merchants, which is absolutely fucking phenomenal, by the way. What a place. Uh, so, what's your take on things? Well, it's, um, what's less surprising is it's uh, another, another week, another win. I know. That was pretty comprehensive today, what, wasn't it? What is it, 14 points out of 18? That is... Six, for you? Six games since the end of April. The, the the Wolves game was my first one. Six games, four wins, two draws. And I think three three goals, con- three goals conceded. Something not like good that. enough, is it? Yeah, it's not good enough. <laughs> two, two goals conceded, maybe. <laughs> three Disgrace. <laughs> Not good enough, hey. What, what a day, what a weekend, what a what an atmosphere, what a place. Today, it's brilliant, isn't it? honestly, I don't think I've had a, ever had a better away day. The whole package was amazing. West Ham away is brilliant, because there's so many good places to go. Like, pre-game, a win the helps. Whole, the whole game, it helps if West Ham don't turn up. But post-game, you're fully in the mood, and um, there's plenty of places to get in the mood. So, <laughs> and I fully am in the mood. I think you are too. <laughs> that was an incredible game of football. We made it look so easy. Um, we thought um, we thought the game against Man United was easy, but um, today was uh, it, it has eclipsed it. Yeah, um, absolutely has. West Ham really didn't show anything, and um, we didn't. We didn't really have many chances, but yeah. the chances we had, we made them count. Uh, the penalty was a definite one, and yeah. uh, we caught them on the break. And Welbeck's done well to win it. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and then the the second goal, fantastic. The little ah. flick on, I think it, it was McAllister, I'm not 100% sure, but Trossard was never, ever in doubt. Uh, I was up before it. <laughs> pretty much when Tell it left his foot, I was up. That's spot on, because I felt the same. I was so relaxed about the fact he was on in on goal. This is one of a number of elements to the album where I'm just feeling very relaxed. I think <laughs> we come to West Ham, I feel like we're going to win. <laughs> you know, players one-on-one, I feel like they're going to score. That's strange. Like, uh, obviously, we've had uh, ten games against them in five Premier League seasons and we've never lost. Now we thought We're obviously their bogey team and you thought it's going to end at some point. And I turned up today thinking a draw is a good result. It was never in doubt today, was it? Right. We were in control from start to finish. Right. West Ham had a serious off day. They looked like they played on Thursday. Obviously, they did. Yeah. They looked very leggy. They didn't create much. They had a few chances in the second half. They had their moments at the start of the second half. Yeah. But it didn't count. It always felt like we were in control and we were keeping them well at bay, even if they had their moments. Yeah, I'll go along with that. Uh, it's weird because I, I've been feeling strangely comfortable about games recently where we've been in front. How many times do you say that has now been fair? Where you've been <laughs> it relaxed, happens, does it? Yeah. But recently I have. Today, 
I felt when we won it up, when we got one up, yeah, I was a bit nervous, a little bit in the, in the beginning of the second half, admittedly, but I wasn't too worried. I thought it said at half time. United, like a couple of weeks ago, I felt so relaxed about that scenario. At half time in this game, I thought the worst case scenario is a draw. They, they might get one back. I can't see them beating us from here. Yeah. And it just, yeah. yeah. We, we have a way of um, yes, weathering the storm. Uh, <laughs> Are you distracted, George? <laughs> by ladies? A couple of rather pretty ladies just walked past his head to my hesitation. Uh, Russell's eyes didn't help. He was... Uh, no, I, I wasn't distracted <laughs> on purpose or anything. No, nothing like that at all. I can't wait Carry for the podcast on, later Please try week. to focus. <laughs> yeah. Try to focus, my man. <laughs> I was never in doubt. Yeah. Honestly, that, that's a really weird feeling as a Brighton fan. I know, I know. Um, At this level as well. At this level. Even when we were 4 0 up against Bang United, they thought they might get a few back. <laughs> <but> a few <laughs> back. <laughs> we're in a dreamland at the moment. That was a fantastic away day. And we did the same against United. And really, if we took our chances against Newcastle, we'd have won that. Those first two games, I don't think we were at our best. Today, we looked very good. But equally, West Ham looked like they played a game in midweek, and yeah. we hadn't. So we, we took full advantage. And I think that might be their detriment this year. We, we should be on nine points, shouldn't we? We really should. But I'm not complaining. Like, if you'd have taken, you know, stacked the hand off for seven points from three games from those three fixtures. Let me join you in not complaining. <laughs> <laughs> We're not complaining. <laughs> It's a tough one next week, though. Leeds at home, they're on a roll. Yeah, yeah. They're going to be well up for it, as their fans always are. So you might have banked three points for that one. But um, I, I could put the words delusionalist in here in regard to Leeds fans. Let's, let's see how we go. It's there. a natural uh, occurrence among Leeds Brighton <laughs> fans, I think, to not be getting ahead of yourselves. And yeah. uh, I think that's, that's the... Uh, the right, oh, <laughs> the right approach, I think, and that way you're excited when you do turn out the three 0 win. So-called professional Amy <laughs> Packham of the Albion Raw has just deafened us with his screaming seagull. All right, come on then, come on. What's your views, Packham? Yes, tell it, tell it, give us your take, Packham, on the game today. We won. We never got our second gear. We are great. Um, <laughs> West Ham were rubbish. They had a game plan that which was never going to work for them. And they tried to change it, and we quickly negated that. Yeah. Not that um, we needed to, really. Well, basically, I mean, we, when we were under the cosh against Man United, we, we went to a flat four, and uh, we brought on Purvis Worth, and... Um, <laughs> I've been trying to distract you from your professionalism. I think it's worked. Um, I call you out, haven't I? <laughs> Russell, on, Ru- Russell, we've been, we have both been in the pub for quite some time, and the <laughs> beer, beers have been drunk. Yeah, so yeah, no, but uh, I mean, we were absolutely delighted. Um, it was it was a great win, uh, a clean sheet. We, we, we move on to next week, and th- this team is, is the most enjoyable team we've probably ever watched because they, they, they dominate. They dominate possession. They, they don't give. They don't give the ball away cheaply. Although we have done that a couple of times today, and nearly cost us. But we weren't. 
hundred percent, but we we were enough to get ourselves across the line, and we move on. This is Adrian. It really is a golden era, isn't it? I don't think we quite comprehend until we go a few years down the line how good this is. Well, you probably this is the best idols I've ever seen. We're yeah, probably. I mean, I'm the same age, aren't we? I'm I mean, I'm a slightly younger to be. I'm slightly younger. Oh. Good, but, excellent. But, you I'm, know, I'm glad, but, I'm, thank you, Russ. I'm glad about that. We're both in our early fifties, aren't we? Or you're in your late forties, or something. I, I'm very much. I'm still very much in my forties. <laughs> I am very much in my forty-eight, forty-nine. We're anyway. coming close to the, the Hawaii five-zero. <laughs> but uh, the point is, you're the same generation as me. Yes, we've we've been through. We've been through the mill. We've been through. We've the war years. We've all experienced that, haven't we? We Us, did. And, you know, I mean, we've, we've all got our, our favourite areas. Mine was probably under Chris Catlin. Oh, but, Catlin, I love but, uh, it was because And he's been on your show as well. Yeah, and, and we did a theatre show with him as well. I, I was it was, like, yeah. it was, it was you, you were, we got drunk, didn't we? Um, we did, funny enough. Yeah. <laughs> strange things, strange things. That. But, yeah, it was... Um, because that, that was... For anyone who's... 14, 15, 16 now going to watch these games. I don't know. So this is a mate. I do. I mean, if I was watching this back then, I would not uh, comprehend how this, this place. And if that's what scares me, people won't have the sense of perspective. And you know, it all comes from Graham Potter. They're, they're so well drilled. There are no superstars in this thing. There are no superstars. I, I did a I did an interview with the West Ham show this week, and they asked me. Um, well, you've lost your two best players. Doesn't matter. And, and, and I'm like, Doesn't well, matter. we don't have best players. We're we're a team. We're we we're a unit, and we work together. We're we're a sum of our parts. And like, we have future planning. We have. <laughs> I don't know what he's talking. We got George in the background who we had on earlier. I don't know what he's laughing about. I turned around three minutes later and he's still going. Russ is always still going. I'm always going. Russ is the Duracell Russell. (laughs) 14 points, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, we're we're, we're some of our parts. We we, we plan for the future, we plan to lose people. Will you put your butt plug away, please? <laughs> right, George from Australia has produced a Duracell battery. I think it's a butt plug. I didn't realise Craig Mikel Mikel Smith was here tonight. Well, apparently, he is. Anyway, carry on, please. Go away. Go away with that. Right, AD, Sorry, carry on, please do. <laughs> Right, sorry, yeah. I, I'm off to Anne Summers, so... Um, this is quality, this is quality <laughs> podcasting. <laughs> I'm off to Anne Summers to get one of those... We're live on the... And we've got Andy Bass, guest contributor. <laughs> Albion Raw, Star Wars. Right to what? Star Wars as well. Indeed. Andy, welcome to the podcast, the yeah. live edition. 
You've not done a match day special before, have you? I don't think... I don't believe you have. have. No. You have. Um, well, yes, it was outside of um, Brett's club. Um, oh, um, yes. Oh, yes, okay, right, so, yeah, okay. yeah. Anyway. Um, we're all very, very, very drunk, drunk <laughs> where we are. But luckily, we're tonight, gonna we're not. That. We're going to edit that shit out of this. <laughs> no, we're not. I, I don't do editing. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, I've noticed. <laughs> yeah, so have I, uh, it's a laziness thing. Yeah. Anyway, your thoughts on the game today? Absolutely fucking brilliant. I just thought we walked it. Um, it was so nice to watch us just play and just be the better team. Yeah. It's like it wasn't even, it didn't look like hard work for us today. I just you did thought, feel relaxed. Yes, it? I did. I did yeah. feel relaxed. Um, yeah. I thought, I thought it was, I just thought we were the better team. West Ham, I don't know what's going on with them at the moment. They don't appear to be happy at the moment. They seem to be quite tired. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we turned up. We wanted to win the game, and we did win it. And um, yeah, it was it was it was great. It was very very bizarre. Wasn't it beautiful? It was very bizarre for it to be so comfortable. Yeah, it's strange, isn't it? I, I was talking to a couple of people earlier how how weirdly relaxed I was. A Man United. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know with the game, but uh, uh, we were two 0 up. Then we were two one up, and I felt very strangely relaxed about that whole scenario, given that we'd never won um, at Old Trafford. As soon as we, as soon as we got the second, as soon as we got the second, I knew, I knew that we were going to win. I yeah. thought, I thought, I thought a one, I thought a one 0 we we might. We might struggle. We might. We might concede the equaliser. But I thought. I just don't see them scoring two goals. Yeah. Uh, and the moment we got the second, the second goal, um, I just thought, no, that's it. The the, the game. The game yeah. is up. Uh, yeah. We're we're going to win this game. And I loved it. I mean, like Trossard. It's like when he gets in those positions. You know he's going to score. There's no way he's not going to score. Do you know what? It's a bit like the De Bruyne thing last week where he was in on goal and he clipped it with the outside of his foot and it went yeah. in the corner. And you could paint the picture of how that was going to go. Yeah. I had the same impression today with Trossard. Yeah. Did you? Yes, absolutely. You knew where it was going. Absolutely. You, you, knew, you knew it was going. You knew it was going in. <laughs> and I... And he... Um, and he actually had quite a quiet game, I thought, with Trossard. Trossard. Yeah, he wasn't great today, but I mean, uh, you know, there, there was. I mean, him and Solly had various issues today, I think, but. But, uh, then, he, but, then, but then he got that opportunity and just uh, took it. Boom. It's a goal. But that move, that move for that goal, the pass from McAllister, the flick oh, from the Rose. Touch. Oh, so nice. um, and then the finish. It was just like. We just completely circumnavigated the defence in, in... But that notion of when he's in on goal and you know he's going to score, you don't think he's going to score. I actually thought he'd overrun it. Yes, absolutely you know. Yeah, you know he's going to score. He's gonna score. I knew he was going to score. Yeah. I, there was no doubt in my mind and that's that was going to be a goal. That's how we fans have landed. Yeah. At the highest place we could ever hide. Yeah. Absolutely agree. I, we knew he was going to score. We he, knew. He's, he's a lot stronger this year. He's a lot more physical. He actually didn't have a great 
game to say. Like, no, yeah, and he didn't. Yeah, he didn't last week either. But he scores me too. He scores. He's scoring. Spray the ball around. Yeah. Yeah. Could be. <laughs> what do you reckon, Andy? Will he be our top scorer? I certainly hope so. Because I've tipped him to be our top scorer. <laughs> I got rid of it. Just to drag the Albion Roar element into it. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Andy, you are a uh, a stalwart of the Albion Roar for many years. Fifteen. Yeah. Andy Andy Bass has been on the Albion Roar. He's come on our show as well. But you on the Albion Roar at the beginning of the season every year, you put your predictions yeah. on the Albion Roar. And you said fifty goals. Fifty goals. We're on. We're on. We're on. Target. Are we, we're Who's finally going to get it? We are on target. I he said that for the last five years. <laughs> I think we can do this it. This is happen, isn't it? <laughs> I, think, I, I think. I think we can do it. I think this year, you might be right. I think we can. That was your wild card, wasn't it? My, my my wild card this year was that we're gonna get we're gonna play at Wembley, and I still think that could happen. That that could also happen. I don't have to do it last year. I think, but I think the fifty goals thing. I think yes, we can do it. We've got we've got more players uh, that can score than we than we normally did. It's like it's, it's not just like the centre forwards. We've got the midfielders. We've got we've got the guys from the back. I think we can score fifty goals. Everyone's shooting. Everyone's everyone's going to awesome. and Basuma isn't here. Everyone. So like Rose Ed is safe for a little bit. <laughs> it was terrible today for shooting from range. But uh, we've got players that can score from all over the pitch. It's brilliant, isn't it? It's a lovely time to be an Albion fan. Oh the best. AD, Albion Raw, fifteen years, quick word on that. It's a long time, isn't it? 15 years! 15 <laughs> I years! I know we were in League One when we started doing this stuff. Andy's been on board. Andy here. Andy pretty much. Andy's been years. pretty what? much there as well. 10 years? 10 years? Uh, longer than that. Yeah. Really? Yeah, we've been doing it a while. It's like we're the, the longest running, oldest, looking the oldest. Probably. Dare I say the best? The Certainly looking at the I, I, I personally think so. Others will might, <laughs> not, might not. No, I'm not going to. But look, I mean, look, I mean, there's, there's plenty of space out there for the content. People have got opinions, and we want to hear opinions, and that's it. And, and basically, opinions are like arseholes. Everyone's got one, right? So it's like. Exactly, yeah. And like, quite often, the ones I hear are wrong. But, um, <laughs> mostly from Al, strangely. <laughs> but, um, it's... <laughs> so, in terms of the, uh, Brighton Rock, you're okay with that, aren't you? No, we love it. Yeah? I love it. Yeah. It's I know, we... it's, it's quirky, it's... I know, we gave you, we gave you an inspiration, Russ. So... Absolutely, you did. You, you were Honestly, a regular you guest. We, we, we yeah. might get you on at some point again, can, you know. Can I come back on? Can you I love you, yeah, guys. you can come back on. <laughs> <laughs> It's all about it's all about unity, isn't it? We're all Albion fans. We all yeah. love the same thing. I mean, I mean, we, we've had to we've had to diversify a little bit over the years. Had to? And, well, not had to, but we, we just basically when when we were just it was just fans, and that was great, um, and that was the way forward. But we, we we found that we're getting better guests, we're getting better people in. Um, the, the brand is is. is quite good and we were able to do it so I reckon I reckon that the uh, the brand element is quite interesting I think it's developing it's changing all the time yeah I mean look I mean we've got the support of the club and the club know that we will you know this is how we got interviewed with Tony Bloom this is how we got interviewed we have Paul Barber on every year this is how 
because we've been doing it so long and they know that we won't mess it about we won't we won't just no it's respectful because we, we, they, they know that they're going to get decent questions they're not yeah. going to get the stupid questions about if there's an issue the issue will come up it's not going to well, be if there's an issue and the club want to put it out they will come to us because yeah. they know we'll put it out and we've got uh, we've got a big and following in, in so we've got a, we've been out today with you and Alan having a fair few beers we had a great time and Mr. Mr. Kevin said he said uh got to get you guys on Seagulls Over London. Yeah, apparently. It's yeah, true. Really, that's it's true. It's true. The pressure but we were booked on... We were. Lockdown. Lockdown. It was on March the 25th, 2020. <laughs> and then... I, I love the way you know these details. I know the date. I remember it. I remember. <laughs> ask me something serious and I, I will don't remember it. Is ask, that ask, me about, <laughs> ask me about football stats. I will probably be able to nail it. Nail it and... Certain date. Well, ask me what date I saw a certain band. I will be telling you. Oh yeah, I saw the Wild Hearts at um, the Astoria on the 25th of November, t- 2008. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember that that sort of rubbish. But it's like, yeah, no, we were booked to come on Sea Guys on the Leather 25th, and then lockdown happened, and then the world you'll, went. To you'll, you'll be there. You'll be there. We, we're we're going to get you on. Definitely. Yeah. Here we are, though. Post match. Post match in West yeah. Ham. Do you reckon Al will let me talk? He might give you a couple of minutes. Only a couple of minutes. Just a couple of minutes. That's why I like sliders. <laughs> <laughs> on, <laughs> on that note, on that note, we should sign off, shouldn't we? We're at the Beer Merchants post match. We won 2 0. We had a fucking great day. I'm with it. I'm here with AD. It was one of the greatest of all podcasters along with me. And uh, it's been great. It's been great. All we do is talk bollocks, mate. Yay! <laughs> Okay, and so it's on to part two of our match day special double bill, the first one of those. We've had West Ham and all of that entails. Now we've gone, well, we've gone west, haven't we? We're Alan, my uh, driver. In fact, there's a cat who's about to, <laughs> there's a cat about to commit suicide as we're driving around through and down the rolling country hills on a beautiful summer's evening. I have to say, this is a stunning countryside. It's a real valleys and all that business. Alan, you weren't at the West Ham game, but here you are, dedicated fan on a Wednesday night, League Cup second round, Albion's first round of involvement. You're the designated driver. Oh, Thank yes. you very much for that, by the way. Uh, thoughts on the game? Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to it simply because I've never been to this ground before. It's a beautiful setting, what I can see. Yeah. But uh, the, the most important thing is I'm hoping to see some of our fringe players playing, uh, yeah. given a run out, which is uh, quite exciting. It'd be interesting to see how many how many actually plays because if you saw, uh, say for example, Villa last night, they uh, they play quite a strike, strong side. So I've got a feeling that Potter might actually play you know, a different different route to that. I think he might play a lot of non first teamers. French players, which I think is exciting, really, for the club that he can that he feels he can he can afford to do that. I mean, yeah. Obviously, we've got to wait and see that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, the, what the actual results like, but uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing Undav and Mitoma. I'm not sure what, yeah. what the what the lineup will be, but I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure they'll be in the side. We've so, li- uh, literally just gone past the Welcome to Nailsworth sign, 
as we plunge down into uh, into the valley here. Yeah, and it's um, a tricky, tricky uh, thing for me to drive around here. Yeah, so we're going to divert <laughs> attention <laughs> away from Alan at this point and move on to Courtney, who's in the car with us. Courtney, um, I think I'll go along with what Alan said. I don't know if you do about peripheral players. I think we're, we're going to see some of the guys who probably... Going to be first first team guys in the in the end. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think it's one where uh, be nice to see a few players that we haven't yet seen. And, straight on. Um, yeah, straight on. Uh, yeah, straight. To, uh, be good to see uh, a few <laughs> players that we haven't seen before, and uh, keen to see how they uh, they perform given their chance. And I'm sure Forest Green will give us a, a good challenge, new league to league one. Won't be uh, won't be uh, as easy as we think. No, could be a tough game. The likes of Colwell. Matoma, people that we have, and Undav that we've seen flashes of, but not that much of. Yeah. That's going to be what it's all about, isn't exactly. it? Exactly, and it'll be nice to see a few youth players back in again. Um, the types of Inciso that's fairly new to the team, and a couple of other youngsters that have been around for a while. Be, uh, be interested to see how they perform. Yeah, yeah, looking forward to that. We are now climbing the hill that has loads of football fans, including quite a few Brighton oh, fans. fans. Yeah, yeah, walking along, and there's a guy. In a forest green rovers top called Wedge, which is the nickname of your dad, Cordy. <laughs> Would you believe we've just gone by? Is that really happening? <laughs> anyway, we are, we are coming into the, lo- the local vicinity, so we'll break it off there. We'll have some more chat uh, just before the game starts and during the game. <laughs> so the game is finished. Three 0 to the Albion. <laughs> uh, we're walking back from the ground. Forest Green away. Uh, first visit for the Albion senior team. I've been here before, but it's a uh, good, good little ground. Enjoyed the visit. What did you think? Lovely. George, this is George. Great, great day out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fully enjoyed it. Um, yeah. Got over here early this afternoon. Leisurely journey down. A few pints before the game. Yeah, that was nice, wasn't it? The Stroud Brewery. Thumbs up. Brilliant. Yeah. And, uh, and a pretty comprehensive uncomplicated performance job done yeah. let's go home it was all about the first half wasn't it um, they, they had their moments of threat but I think um, we looked pretty fast when we were setting our mind to it they, um, I think the front line wasn't looking great apart from Enzizo to be honest but then out of the blue yeah. the other two players <laughs> in that forward line uh, so to speak were um, suddenly uh, involved in getting us the goal the first goal yeah, snappy attack and move as you expect the, the lower league club we came flying out the blocks and what really wanted to make an impression we really weren't that great in the first 15-20 minutes but eventually got things working together yeah. and CISO seemed like the only one who was prepared to do any running <laughs> up front uh, until a um, beautiful bit of link up play from Undav yeah. flipped on to Ferguson yeah. flicked it back to Undav one on one with the keeper good finish yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, great, great finish at the end. And a cracking second goal as well. Oh, oh, really wow. good finish yeah. that was. Alzate absolutely Beautiful. spanked it in the bottom corner. And just to know, Alzate suddenly got a shock of blonde hair. I don't know what's going on there. He's been <laughs> a bit more paid, isn't he? He looks like he's um, <laughs> gone up to just above uh, ear level uh, with his head upside down in the <laughs> toilet. The whole though. hairstyle's different. He looks <laughs> like a different, physically a different person. Somewhere he looks bigger as well. I don't know if that's my imagination. Okay. Might be the hair. Old school illusions. Roids in the gym. Yeah. But George... Another away game. Yeah, this is turning into such a habit. Another away game. We've won a game. Yep. It just keeps happening. It just keeps happening. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've also got your brother with me, Charlie. How you doing, Charlie? Very well, thank you. Yeah, enjoyed that? Very good. Very yeah, good. Yeah, it's nice all right. Satisfying day out. Yes. Um, quite enjoyed the visit. Decent club. I like Forest Green. Yeah. What nice did you make of it? The ground, the... The fans, yeah, they made nice. a bit of noise. Bit of a drum, though, wasn't it? The drum. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. good. Yeah, it was good. We started to grow into it for about 20 minutes on, 25 minutes onwards. We bossed it really. Got a yeah. goal. 
Yeah, that's a good finish just for half time. Killed it off really. Second half is comfortable. Yeah. Well, you guys are off the other way. I've got to catch up with Alan and Courtney, so yeah. I'll leave you two to it. Enjoy the trip up. Like Lovely right. to see you both, and we'll see you for the next one. Right. See you, on see you later. Yeah. All right. Cheers. See you later. And so, so now for the way back. We're in the car. We're on the way home. As said earlier on, three 0 win. Brilliant result. Uh, we expected to win the game, but we still have to get the job done. And three 0 is a nice, comfortable scoreline. Speaking to George and Charlie a little earlier, they were talking about the first two goals, which um, I thought were excellent. Uh, what did you make of them, Alan? Yeah, well, they came from nowhere, really. I think Undav was, uh, was, he was a little bit uh, sluggish, I felt, but he he picked up a really good uh, ball from Ferguson and he took it really well. So uh, that was that was great to see that. The, the goal from El Zati, just at the right time before the first second, first half finished. Yeah. Uh, fantastic strike, low a low shot so I like to see that on TV yeah uh, it was a cracking drive yeah. didn't it from range and uh, I was quite impressed with uh, Al Zati because actually he was kind of the most one of the most experienced players on on the pitch and he took responsibility in midfield I think he thought he did quite well really yeah yeah so I was quite pleased with that yeah and what did you make of some of the youngsters that played I mean not so much the ones that came on later yeah, in the game Cisco, but I think he really he, he put in a shift I mean he was uh, really, really getting, worked hard yeah he worked hard he was uh, getting around a bit so. yeah Casey yeah. looking to get on the ball looking to get things happening yeah. and Spong I thought he did okay you know uh, in mm. midfield again you know yep solid enough turns at the back yeah. and Van Hecker yeah as well and uh, still pulled off a really good save he did yeah and he yeah. was generally solid wasn't he a couple of other decent saves as well um, but yeah I think I think yeah fair. and I think at the end of the day I mean it's good I think Potter must be you know quite relieved in a way I mean he's, he fielded a, a really inexperienced side uh, took a little bit of a risk and it's paid off so uh, yep. you can't complain really absolutely uh, yeah. I'm just approaching a roundabout here yeah <laughs> uh, I, yeah we'll pass it over then to Courtney who's in the back of the car uh, Courtney would you go along with what's said there and also what, what did you make of the third goal which came up uh, late in the game right near the end yeah, it's nice to see the youngsters putting together a good move like the first team would. Um, perhaps Forest Green may be falling asleep a little bit given that it was pretty much the last kick of the game. But uh, yeah, good little bit of play, exactly what the first team do and, and neatly put away by Ferguson in the end. Yeah, you can see the same sort of uh, totality in the way we play, the same sort of style, can't you? Um, it's permeating through the, the academy and that's why those young players look like they're fitted in nicely and maybe struggle a little bit in certain areas but I think we overall were pretty good and um, the second half was pretty drab wasn't it? Yeah it was it quietened down quite a bit I think that 2-0 lead really took out Forest Green and yeah. they came at us with a little bit and when we took off some of the more senior players they, they put a bit more physicality on and, and tried to push us a bit more but again the youngsters seemed to deal with it pretty well very good at keeping the ball like the first team usually are and and they held it pretty solid for us yeah Colwell played the whole game uh, thereabouts and he, he was good um, at the back we also brought on some youngsters near the end as you mentioned there Courtney uh, we had uh, Furlong came on I think a fire wasn't it that came on and somebody else as well I can't oh Moran yeah Moran, Moran. and, and Pupion, Pupion. Pupion as well yeah. yeah and they all look bright and lively I think they're you know it's, it's, it's just a good useful run out isn't it for them at this stage I think technically they're, they're good players I mean, they've got good technical ability so uh yeah, very happy. I mean, it was an under twenty three side at the end. Yeah, yeah. Completely. Even Colwell. I mean, he's how old is he? Nineteen, twenty. Yeah, about so, that. Uh, mm. 
and he looked very solid and composed at the yeah. back and uh, yeah I mean the other thing was um, three different scorers we got the goals we were talking about um, Alzate and Dav and also the other one of course Ferguson who looked a bit off colour I don't think he was really making a great impression he looked looked a bit lethargic um, but he stayed off the whole game and in that late stage he got the goal from at least what, what we could see it looked like his goal anyway um, but good a really well worked move wasn't yeah, it doing a lot of good actually yeah it's a beautiful move lovely long ball out from the back nicely uh, linked up on the left hand side for a moment looked like the move might break down but it didn't there was some interplay on the left wing between a couple of players the ball got into the middle and Ferguson stole in ahead didn't he to just nick it in um, and yeah as you said Alan I think it'll do him some good and we still don't know what his future is for this coming season well, I think I think he, he needs to go out low he needs to be playing because uh, he, he's, he's a big big lad but he needs to get stuck in a, a little bit more yeah, and I think he just needs that experience yeah. of uh, playing on the lower division sides just to kind of, yeah, you know, just get that bit more experience really. Um, Courtney, would you go along with that? Yeah, I think it wouldn't be a bad thing to go away. I think uh, definitely me on the on the physicality side of things. If he was to go to a, a championship or a potentially even a League One team, um, get stuck in a little bit, see how physical it can really be, stock up a little bit in terms of how he deals with that, and, and start to push on as a player and prove himself a little bit more at a, at a proper adult level rather than just scoring scoring goals for fun in, in the youth team. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's Albion's fir- first time the senior teams played at Forest Green Rovers and uh, we have had the 21s play in the uh, the Tim Pot Cup <laughs> uh, I think a year or two ago uh, I came to see them play Forest Green played Barnet in the, the week before the Premier League season kicked off a couple of seasons ago I think it was so I've been there before last time they'd sold out very early before kickoff of the vegan food I thought I might give it a try tonight uh, but the queue this time was enormous <laughs> so I don't think obviously Albion fans are all vegans um, <laughs> couldn't get anywhere near the queue it was incredible luckily though uh, we'd already have some lovely food and drink at the Stroud Brewery which is beautiful wasn't it just set in an industrial estate in the countryside yeah it was lovely nice little setup, great little beer yeah. beer, uh, beer choice and, and beer menu for us to, to tuck on through obviously uh very lightly on on the thirds and halves, given the uh, the driving home. But um, yeah, but yeah, good little setup and less. good food and drink. Not bad. And the the only other thing for me to mention is um, uh, poor Bernard. <laughs> the, right, the right side defender for Forest Green Rovers in the second half was on our side of the pitch and he was getting pelters wasn't he everyone was just teasing him he had his um, his shorts pulled up in that way that a lot of players seem to do nowadays um, in fact I think Basuma was in a habit of doing that before he had his shorts pulled up so there was talk about wedgies and then it all just went on from there and just kept tackling him for the whole of the second half he, he, he blanked it out nicely uh, <laughs> I don't know if it affected him or not, but it was quite funny, I have to say. Provided some lively entertainment in what was a pretty drab second half overall, wasn't it? Yeah, def- yeah it definitely did. It was a good little laugh for us and yeah. kept us entertained for the for the last 40 minutes of yeah. the game where not a lot was happening until the, until the goal with the last kick of yeah. the game. And, and other than that, it was a, yeah. a pretty pretty dry and quiet, yeah. quiet game. Yeah. Only other bits of the crowd was that they had McAllister and March playing for them, <laughs> which is amusing. <laughs> and we were singing, "You're just a shit, solly March," which <laughs> went down. He laughed actually, didn't he? Yeah, he was yeah, enjoying he did, that. I think yeah. he knew it was coming. Yeah, to be fair, that's, yeah. So that was fun. And then we had a Palace reject, Paula Wickham. Was oh yeah, yeah. He was nondescript, he, wasn't he? And he was bald. 
Yeah, it came off. Yeah, it's much alignment from us. Yeah. yeah. The only the only th- other thing that was a little bit of a bad memory for me that's going to stick with me is the smell of that horrible curry sauce <laughs> and those chips that that guy in front of me had. Yeah, this guy had this curry sauce <laughs> on his chips and it was just rank. I don't know what it, what they did with it, but um, it, it was stinking the place out. He managed to splash some on the, the, the shirt of the guy in front. Of <laughs> <laughs> not yeah, ideal. Yeah, it would have his fingers over his mouth. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, so that that wouldn't have been the option I would have chosen if I had got the food. Um, finally, finally, then to wrap up this uh, this double match day special involving two great away wins, uh, West Ham and Forest Green Rovers. The second of them is a cup, of course, the League Cup second round. We have been drawn in the third round, one of a number of all Premier League ties. Um, our lovely friends Palace have got Newcastle away um, but we're, we're in the capital we're playing Arsenal away aren't we so any thoughts on that it's going to be a tough game I mean uh, it's just I think we were looking up it's the week before the uh, World Cup uh, shutdown so uh, yeah who's to know we, we've got to see whether Arsenal are playing um, the, the week before in a European match so yeah um, It'd be a tough game. I can't. I can't see us playing here on the twenty threes in this no. particular, that particular game. That's the annoying element of it, isn't it? It's a tough game. We're, we're really hoping that we can we can pluck away a trophy or two somewhere in the near future. And it doesn't help when you get tough draws so early on. But nonetheless, as you said, it's uh, we'll have to play a strong team. And you're alluding to the sort of European football. If it is in the week before, that could be a telling factor for you, Courtney, because you could make Tuesday. But if they're playing Europe the week before, they'll probably end up playing this tie on the Wednesday, which would mean you'd miss out. Yeah, I've just been having a look, and it looks like there are some Europa League games the week before. Uh, so, like to be a Wednesday game, won't be able to make this one. But um, done Arsenal enough, and I've seen us win there a few yeah. times, so I can't complain. <laughs> Not too bad. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And um, any final words from either of you? That pretty much covers it. But. Um, Anything more? Yeah. No, I think that's it. Yeah. Onwards and upwards then. So another away win. Superb. Yep. Um, next up we've got Leeds at home. What will be a um, near the top of the table clash between <laughs> the two of us. Uh, the chance to go top of the table ourselves if we win and Man City don't win their home game. Mm. <laughs> and uh, just, I mean, just to think about it, we still haven't conceded the goal apart from McAllister's own goal. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, let's keep that going, boys. Okay, well, that wraps it up for this. Until we'll either do a match day special or a Leeds review after the game. Um, but for this one, that's it. Stand or fall. Up the Albion. Sports Social Podcast Network.